the second episode with Tavio Roxo, the CEO of Owl Software, where we're discussing the relationship between the uh, fundamentals of a successful insurance business and your digitization journey. Tavio, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Tony. Looking forward to this session. Brilliant. Okay, so last time we unpacked those fundamentals, we just looked at which ones and how we can group them together, etc. And we're now going to look at strong financial management and then coupled to that, the effective risk management. Um, so those two sort of probably go together um, in some way and maybe some of the risk management sits somewhere else, but for the most part for this discussion, we're going to look at the strong financial management and the effective risk management and how technology um, can, can solve those. So maybe just to start off with, in terms of the financial management, what are the pain points that people normally discuss with you that um, they try to solve with that the existing system or process doesn't solve that you now need to bring in with a different system? So, Tony, let me start at the beginning. I think that uh, when guys uh, ultimately engage system providers like myself, my experience tells me that they typically have what I call a fragmented technology landscape. So that's the sort of beginning of the sort of problem or the structural issue that has to be solved. And, and the reason why that's a structural issue is because you immediately have different technologies that are operating in different areas of the business. They are typically operating as silos. A good example is you would onboard a new policy through some sort of a CRM or some sort of a, um, a system which allows you to manage contacts and manage the sales, and you then bring them in and you incept a policy. When you incept the policy, the fulfillment mechanism of the inception of that policy is maybe a different system to the CRM system, and that sort of then would be the place where you administer and manage the, the policy and the documentation associated with the policy. Or maybe you've got a third piece of technology that just does the document management. So it's on a C drive linked to that policy holder, and that policy holder's got a unique folder and not integrated into system one or system two, it just stands alone in a C drive and you can have access to it. You then have another system which allows you to lodge a claim and perhaps you have a you know, fifth system which now is operating to process that claim. You then have a sixth piece of technology, which would be a data lake or a data warehouse, where you take all the data that's living in your CRM system, your claims management system, your performance system, your policy administration system. You suck all that information into a central place. You then try and normalize it or transform it into a readable or consumable sort of um, a piece of data which you can rely on. You dump it into a data warehouse and now you have another, an eighth piece of technology which is the reporting function which takes that information out. You have a ninth piece of technology which takes information that's sitting in your data warehouse and puts it into an accounting system. And then you have a, another accounting system, maybe one or two or just one, which will essentially be utilized to prepare your monthly management accounts and income statements and potentially your balance sheet transactions. And, and then you, you, know, you have a, a, possibly another system, which is where you prepare your annual financial statements. And, 
So you can see there's quite a plethora of technologies in this landscape and um, you know, the guys struggle with it. The guys struggle with it because there's no one, there's no sort of um, a holistic integration amongst all of them where you can sort of understand Tony as a policy holder for insurance company A and Tony has, you know, the different products or these different um, sort of associations with the company. Tony could be a broker, it could be a policy holder, it could be a, a claims assessor. I mean, you could have multiple interactions with and this is very complex from an IT perspective, and that's why people haven't done it in the past. So to answer your question, how does a technology stack assist a company? Well, the first thing that you are doing when you are trying to bring everyone into a technology journey that starts at the beginning and then they work in the same technology all the way through to claim stage or policy termination, you can really see that immediately you can identify Tony as one person. You can identify how he fits in from a life product or from a short-term product perspective. You can understand Tony when he's debited or bounces on product A but doesn't bounce on product B. You can understand Tony as the broker that you are paying money to him because he affected sales to you. And this is not where you understanding it by putting it into a data warehouse and extracting it. The data is there and you are able to understand it and consume it in real time. So from a financial management perspective, you then extend that very same theory where you're trying to perform all the functions within the same system or in the same technology architecture. And you then start, I always like to start at voucher level. You start, you start at bank statements. You start, that's where you start. And ultimately, you build up your transactions from there. Uh, for me, and at least from our software perspective, for us, the key feature is every month to reconcile back to bank down to a balance of no. And that then you know you are dealing with a financial um, sort of a, a tool that will give any CFO in that business comfort that when you are working at a voucher level, you are working at the most sort of um basic data point and then you are extrapolating it up from there and that then gives uh, uh the, the, it gives business um the ability to rely on what has been outputted by the system and once they can rely on it they can start making decisions and utilizing it but that financial management is one aspect. I mean, financial management from bank statement is one aspect. Another aspect, uh, which is a which is a critical one for insurers, is obviously the underwriting and the risk management. And when you bring in someone in to understand that Tony already has nine products with you, and that they there's four short term and five long term products, and that when you're giving him the fifth short term product, you know, just an understanding that 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 Tony has got you you exposed to Tony in multiple places in your business. So that underwriting and that that risk matrix, you have to have that living in your system or you have to have it living in a place where there is an automated API running between your black box and your sort of underlying system so that you can immediately identify that Tony is too risky and you don't want to give him any more any more uh, any more sort of risk cover. Um, and that's and that can only be done where you understand Tony as as one. And as I said, you can only really understand that when you have a similar technology stack or you have an API between multiple technologies. That that is a seamless sort of flow. Um, 
It's the only way you can ever build true scale, Tony. Because mm. then you can you can sort of understand your exp exposure per client, per region, per segment of industry, per type of product, all of those sort of things. You would be able to extract that and actually compare exposure and see what is worth your while, what is not, what is costing your money, what is where's your risk too high, where you mispricing, all of those sort of things. And you can do that dynamically. You can do that on the fly. And you can you can you can do that not after the fact, not after I've taken Tony's tenth risk on and then I realize, oh gee whiz, I should not have taken that on. You do it at point of inception. Say, no, sorry Tony, we, we already overexposed you. There's no mm. further, but that has to be automated. That, that can't be an eyeball relying on an eyeball, um, especially in a complex, big insurance business with multiple verticals, multiple mm. products, multiple hundreds of, I mean, thousands of employees. I mean, you know, there's just no way uh, that you can do that without having some tool that's able to consolidate it and you can understand it. Yeah, thanks, Tavia. Imagine that as a competitive advantage to a broker, you know, um, just as one of the uh, the areas to be able to really understand and channel his business and, um, you know, create this really dynamic, healthy book where he knows exactly how on a monthly basis, how his risk, his exposure is impacted by different areas, different um, like the floods, for instance, um, to be able to exactly see, okay, well, let's go back. Maybe we haven't had so many claims in KwaZulu Natal this year, but what if there's another one, um, et cetera? How do, we, how do we understand exactly how, what our exposure is to be able to just um sort of press a few buttons and know that you know how many clients we've got there what are the premiums being paid there what is the different sums insured etc cetera, etc cetera. absolutely and you have to understand that as an insurer and you have to understand that more and more um very quickly um, yeah. yeah and consistently mm, absolutely Tavio, thanks so much it was great um chatting again and um, I'm enjoying this uh, series and getting more excited about the, the possibilities of the technology. Thank you very much, Tony. We too are very excited at our software about the possibilities of technology. It's not just about AI, it's about the basics as well. have to be able to walk before you can run. AI is the running, just setting up your shop is the walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks, Tavia. Thank you very much, Tony.